Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our parenting podcast here at North Park Community Church. My name is Matt Loveday. Thank you for joining us and listening in today or watching in wherever you may be watching your podcasts from. Um, I'm excited that we have another episode here today to talk through some uh, seasonal parenting issues and just some life issues. And I have a great um, Family Ministries team member with me today, uh, Mrs. Paula Dibbets. Paula, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, tell yourself, uh, tell everyone a little bit about you. Hi, everyone. My, again, my name is Paula Dibbets. I'm the Children's Ministry Assistant here at North Park. I have two children, 10 and 12, and a wonderful husband I've been married to for 16 years. And that's kind of my life in a nutshell. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks so much, Paula. And great to have you with us today. You know, we're doing a little bit of a different format. Um, this is only our third episode. Um, and this is a, a different way to do it, mostly because I'm here from my home today. I've got a sick one at home. And so we had to like last minute kind of scramble and reformat and rejig what we normally how we normally capture the podcast. So um, thank you, Paula, for being so flexible with that. And I mean, with all the sickness that's kind of going around, it's it's late fall, early winter, and so we can say tis the season a little bit, right? Have you and your family managed to stay healthy lately? Uh, no, actually, Megan was off sick yesterday, and uh, she went to school today. Um, she had no fever and stuff, but there was also a school book fair that she was really wanting to get to, so I was <laughs> kind of let her go today. <laughs> Good parenting yes. right there. Well, it, Yes. Well, th this is the life of parenting, especially in these days, right? And I it's actually a really good lead in because as I said, it kind of, it is the season for sharing a whole lot of um, maybe germs around in the schools this time of year. But it's also fastly approaching Christmas. I mean, I can't believe how quickly Christmas is coming. Um, this coming uh, weekend, we start Advent. And so the countdown to Christmas is on. And so I just wanted to start off by asking you, do you have any special family memories from Christmas, maybe from your childhood traditions mm -hmm. or special things that you would do that nostalgic wise always come back to mind at, at Christmas for you? Oh goodness. I, I it's, it was hard to pick one and that's, I guess that's what, that would be anyone's challenge. But I think one of my favorites was going to our small town church in Arcona and uh, having our candlelight service on Christmas Eve and uh, singing carol or um, hymns and, and Christmas songs. And then going back to our house to read Christmas stories, whether it be the night before Christmas or if anyone's familiar with that story, uh, the best worst Christmas pageant ever. That was a favorite uh, book of ours growing up. And uh, then we'd put out uh, cookies and milk for Santa and carrots for the reindeer. And then we'd go try to go to sleep. But you know, when you're a kid, you're just way too excited. So that would be, oh, and feeding our farm animals because we lived on a farm. So we'd have to go and feed the sheep and the donkey and the chickens. And, and then, yeah, we just go to bed. I think that's one that sticks out in my head the most or for whatever reason. <laughs> That is so sweet. It's so idyllic. I can just picture little Paula enjoying, especially, especially I love leaving the little carrots out for the reindeer, right? Compassionately thinking not only of Santa and his hunger, but also of the reindeer. That's of so course. good of you. I think probably <laughs> some of my um, earlier Christmas memories probably would be a bit more um, sugar oriented. I, we did not get sugar cereal much growing up, and but every Christmas we would get like a box of like Fruit Loops or maybe it was Frosted Flakes or 
if it was a really good year, it was Lucky Charms or something like something that actually had marshmallows <laughs> in it. It was just pure sugar. Right. And, and so we would like, it was like one of the highlights every year of getting sugar cereal and being able to just consume a couple of bowls of straight sugar for breakfast. Like we needed any more energy on Christmas morning. Right. But, okay. um, and it, it's interesting, right? The memories that we have as kids. And, and I think now for us, Christmas now as parents and into our adulthood is different. And yet Christmas is still the same, right? So how would you say you kind of approach Christmas now as an adult and, and as a parent? How do you, what are some things that you look forward to in Christmas or maybe dread about Christmas? Mm, I think it's the go, go, go. I think you know, there's the, the positives and the, or the pros and cons as a parent, you're responsible for everything, you know, all the, the school things and making sure that you have this for the kids and, and it's, you know, red and green day at school. And then uh, you got to write that on the calendar. And so the busyness of that can kind of overshadow the whole purpose of Christmas. However, on the plus side, you get to be responsible for the fun and the excitement of Christmas for your children. It's the, you know, setting new traditions and, uh, you know, getting everything ready and making it fun for your kids rather than letting them see the stress behind the scenes. So it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a balance, I think. And I think I'm still learning that, you know, I'm only, I've only been a parent for 12 years and I'm still kind of figuring things out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, totally. I think, I think you just summed up parenthood in a really good nutshell there, Paula, right? I'm still just figuring things out. Um, it's parenting I think that would the be festive, true. And, festive part. Oh yes. Yes. Parenting the <laughs> festive part for sure. And you know, now you just get to decide whether you get two boxes of sugar cereal instead of one. Mm. That's the best part of being an adult, right? You get to make those decisions, <laughs> but no, I, I really like what you said. It's, it's so true that um, Christmas, the busyness of it, right? Like as a kid, you don't have to be consumed with responsibility of where you're supposed to be, uh, where, how you're going to get there, what you're supposed to bring. How do you get the things that you need to bring to wherever you need to go? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's just part of growing up. But as a kid, you don't have to deal with that. You just get to fully experience Christmas. Um, but as an adult, you kind of see maybe, I don't know, behind the curtain a little bit, can we say that, and realize that, Christmas actually takes a lot of work to be enjoyed, right? If there's going to be presents under the tree, you've got to go shopping. You got to make your list and you got to check it twice, right? Yeah. Um, you got, you got to, if you want to have that great Christmas meal and have family and friends over, you've got to, you know, clean the house. You've got to get all the food. You got to do a whole day of cooking and then eat the turkey dinner or whatever it is in 20 minutes flat, right? Um, mm -hmm. So, I think I think this leads into a good question because I think Christmas can be a really busy time for already busy parents, right? I mean, life doesn't ever slow down really these days uh, very often. And, and Christmas often, I think if we were to say that we would dread Christmas um, or uh, maybe dreads too heavy of a word, right? But we dread the busyness sometimes. And so do you have any insights or tips? How do you manage the busyness of maybe any season in life, but especially Christmas. Do you have any tips for us as we manage the busy stresses of Christmas this season? And I think that's a really great question. And uh, 
I always find it actually, I was talking to Krista uh, this morning, um, the director of children's ministry and how the busyness comes in spurts or it's, you know, everything happens all at once and then it's just dead quiet for a while. And then the busyness. So I think it's also being selective. If I was to refer to the activities that you can say yes to, to on a regular basis, I think it's being selective and really marking out the must do's and then Mm. taking a step back and be like, what, what can I, what is a priority? What is something that we can say no to, to make sure that you are still enjoying Christmas, that it's not all of a sudden, you know, everything is a stress. Everything is just, it becomes overwhelming. And then all of a sudden you're not enjoying Christmas. You kind of get grouchy about Christmas. Um, so it's kind of uh, being selective, setting boundaries with, you know, what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to, but then also um, teaching your children the imp- like what is important at Christmas. Is it, I, I guess, you know, basically looking at the, the whole point of Christmas, um, why we celebrate, and then, you know, choosing those activities that are, are based around the whole reason, you know, celebrating the birth of Jesus, you know, giving back to others, helping people out, learning that it's not about, it's not about them in the presence. I mean, that's kind of a bonus, but it's, it's learning, you know, this is why we celebrate Christmas and this is how we celebrate Christmas. I don't know if that makes sense or. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that is so good. I, I think you gave, you gave our listeners and myself a number of gems in there, Paula. And I really appreciated your, your thoughts on prioritizing things. Um, I think that we do get caught up in the more, 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 more of Christmas. Uh, and sometimes um, we have to remember that when we say yes to things, it means we're saying no to other things, right? And we're aware mm-hmm. of that. Maybe that's something we've said before in our parenting or to our kids, right? You can't say yes to everything. But I think there's something about Christmas where we feel this pressure to say yes to everything. And so I think by prioritizing what you're helping us think about is what are the things that actually I should say no to so that I can actually be a bit more present in my yeses mm-hmm. and what I am doing. And and I think the other thing that I really loved about what you said was how our kids are watching us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my, my kids, our kids see when we are stressed. And so if Christmas is like a stressy time for us, they might be enjoying it, but they pick up on that, right? So I, I think yeah. being able to realize that we're modeling something for our kids too in this time of busyness. And what are we prioritizing? And are we prioritizing, as you say, others and Jesus and love and the real meaning of Christmas? Um, you know, it is going to be busy. There's no way we're going to be able to just make it, you know, not busy. But in the midst of that busyness, how are we um, presenting ourselves and what type of a mm-hmm. prioritized focus are we giving to our kids? I think that that's really gold. And, and, and I was, I was thinking of, along those similar lines, I was thinking of how important communication is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when things do get really busy, maybe this is more of a spouse thing than maybe a parenting thing. Like maybe this is a marriage tip, but you have to talk through your plans. You have to be on the same mm-hmm. page with your spouse who's going where, what are we doing? What are we saying yes to? How long are we staying? Those types of yeah. things I think are really important um, is, is communicating. And then one thing that I thought of too, and it's related a little bit, I guess, to our own personal health, where if we get stressed out, we're not helping our family, we're not helping our kids. So it's a little bit of self-care, 
right? How do mm -hmm. we learn to take care of ourselves over Christmas? How do we find those pockets of moments? It's because they might not be long, right? They might just mm -hmm. be little moments, but are we going to sit down and, and linger in a moment or two of, of peaceful rest um, rather than just kind of living our lives that are, are so bound by a to-do list, right? And, and I don't know, I, I wish we could give people a real easy solution on how to make that happen, other than maybe just work at being really intentional to take care of yourself and enjoy Christmas yeah. so that those around you can enjoy you at Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think, I think that's a really good point because I think sometimes, you know, as people who are, you know, we tend, or as parents, maybe, um, we put other people's needs first and, uh, we always come last typically. And I think it's changing that narrative that self-care is not selfish. It's, it's actually essential. And, you know, what are some things you can do? You know, it can be as little as, you know, a minute of, you know, deep breathing or praying or, you know, just sitting down. And then maybe if you have five minutes, what can you do in five minutes? What can you do in 10 minutes? So it's not, you know, it's not uh, all like, you know, bubble baths and spa days. That's not real self-care that costs <laughs> money and you have to find a babysitter and all those things. It's what can you do in, you know, 30 seconds, five minutes to be able to handle the business. Because if you, I always like to tell, um, uh, I, on, I'm a parent educator with another organization and, uh, I always say we start our days off with a full hourglass and depending on, you know, how much sleep you had the night before, how much is on your plate, that hourglass can go really quickly. Um, and then until you're tapped out, but we continue to keep pushing and pushing until we're either snapping at our children, our spouses, um, and we're completely empty. You can't give from an empty cup. So how, what are you doing to re-energize, recharge, or to fill up that hourglass again? And it doesn't have to be, you know, all day events. It's, you know, those little snippets of time. Yeah, that, that is so good. And that is, that is great advice, not just for Christmas time, but at, at any time throughout the year, right. For, for yeah. us as parents. And, and, and it's there, I don't think there is any kind of magic, easy solution to it. It's just no. intentionality as parents. And, and when you realize those little moments, taking advantage of them, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and I think, I think when you were sharing your, your thoughts on Christmas memories and stuff too, you raised a really great point. Something that we should be doing, I think for our kids at Christmas time is taking some of those smaller moments to kind of remind our kids about what Christmas is all about and kind mm -hmm. of going back to the Christmas story. And, um, as I've been reflecting on it a little bit and thinking about busyness, you know, we, you, you mentioned, you, you know, going to church and reading the, or singing the carols and coming home and reading the night before Christmas and stuff like that. We always, uh, one of our things growing up was we would always open our stockings Christmas morning, but before we op opened any presents, we would read the Christmas story from Luke two. And I can remember as a kid being like, I just want to get to my presents, <laughs> but we took but we took a moment to just pause and it only took about three, four minutes. And we read the story from the Bible of, of Jesus being born. And, and I think that that was an, it's an important moment and a tradition, one that we carry on kind of with our kids even today. And, um, as I reflect on the Christmas story, I think of the craziness of it. I think of Mary and Joseph traveling to Bethlehem, you know, when she was so pregnant and, and how this would have been a stressful, busy, 
weary time for them, obviously. And then completely unexpected, they get to Bethlehem and there's no room for them in any inn. And then they eventually just find this this stable and they're they're weary and they're tired out and it's not as they expected. I mean, how overwhelming would that be? And yet somehow there's this, you know, I, I certainly wasn't this peaceful moment of having a child in a stable. I'm sure it was absolute chaos. But then there's that moment where Jesus is born and 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 any parent with a newborn child will tell you that sense of being in that moment of holding a newborn and being like, things are different. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Despite all the chaos around me, despite all of the hecticness of life and how things didn't go according to plan, what's really important here? I'm holding this this child. And, and so I think of this this moment of, of God who created the universe coming and taking on flesh and entering into our world in the midst of our busyness, in the midst of our stresses, in the midst of our weariness, and this moment of God with us, I think is the beauty of what Christmas is all about. And, and so, I don't know, that was just a reflection for me, but maybe is there a piece of the Christmas story for you that when you reflect on it, it's like this helps kind of center me in the season of Christmas? Ooh, that's a good question. I think the simplicity of it, like, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with, with, uh, you know, just the hecticness of it, but, you know, we're celebrating this tiny little baby and who would grow up to, you know, be our savior. And, um, it's such a simple, a simple idea or not an idea, but a simple story that I think when I, I, am I'm, I'm babbling, but the, the, the word that you used earlier, you know, the shoulds of, of Christmas, we should be doing this, we should be doing this, but, you know, reflecting back as to the why behind Christmas, you know, mm -hmm. why we celebrate and rather than the shoulds, the should celebrates. I don't know if I, if I'm making sense, but, um, it's just really simplifying everything and the why behind it. And just taking a step back can, can kind of, help. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Com completely. Yeah. I, I think that that's exactly it. And I think of um, maybe even sometimes our expectations, right? Like I'm sure that for, for Mary, none of her pregnancy and the birth of Jesus was as she may be expected, but it's, but, but it's how it went. And so there's this, maybe with Christmas, I don't know if it's fair to say that we need to lower our expectations. I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but um, no matter how Christmas goes, no matter, you know, the reality is, is that the message of Christmas is that God is with us right? Mm, we talk yeah, about Jesus, yeah. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. And, and I think that that's something, there's something super anchoring about that for us um, individually, but us maybe even in our families, in our parenting, because um, this is a little bit life, not just at Christmas time, but anytime the unexpected happens, um, the busyness of things and how we always imagine things to go don't always pan out. Um, and yet this is what our faith gives us this, our faith mm -hmm. gives us this, this deep sense of understanding that through it all, God is with us, that God's love is here with us and that mm -hmm. we can have hope 
and joy and peace and love as a result of it. I mean, this is what Advent is all about. I mentioned we're starting Advent. So these, the candles of Advent, if, if, you know, your tradition has been to light candles, I know we often do at, at North Park and the candles represent these gifts that Christ gives us, love, joy, peace, um, and, and then the center candle is the Christ candle, that Christ is the, the ultimate gift of the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I think that this is an important season that we're heading into. It's a busy one for sure. So, uh, you know, we've, I think we have some good tips for heading into Christmas this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, anything else before we wrap up that you think that you'd want to share with, with uh, parents or those listening in as Christmas approaches this year? Mm-hmm. <sighs> So many things. <laughs> if I had to narrow it down, um, stay well, you know, mentally and physically mm-hmm. and um, enjoy as much as possible. And like you said, you know, we're coming into Advent and um, just understand, you know, teach your children the 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 reason behind it and um, and just enjoy it as well, I guess. And, and just try to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, I'm at, I'm at a loss for words, but, uh, you know, focus on others in a healthy way and, and yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, I think that's really good. Cause I think we all do just want to enjoy Christmas. Right. And sometimes, as we've said, some of those business, the business and the distractions of Christmas can take us away from that enjoyment. But we have beautiful gifts given to us by God, like our families, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, the, the actual day, our, our, our kids, and, and we can just take some time to intentionally enjoy those gifts. No matter how things have gone, we can just take some moments to enjoy those gifts. So um, for those of you who have been listening in today, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time. And we really do hope and pray that this Christmas is a, a real time of peace uh, and of blessing uh, for you and your family. Uh, may you know the love and the presence of Christ, even amidst the busyness of this season. So thank you for joining us. And uh, we hope you'll join us again for the next time we're here on our parenting podcast. Until then, take care. And I suppose I can say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Thanks, Paula. We'll see you, everybody. Thank you. Bye.